Hi, friend. Welcome to Holly's Highlights, a podcast designed to encourage, inspire, and equip you to intentionally live your life full of purpose. I'm your host, Holly Kirby, motivational speaker, leadership cultivator, marketing strategist, and personal cheerleader. Let's check out today's highlight. We can live just about anywhere in the world right now, and when we turn on the television, listen to the radio, read a newspaper, or even see the covers of magazines while standing in the grocery store checkout, the devastation of what is happening in Israel to the Israelis and Palestinians, it's heartbreaking. And according to CNN, as of October 16th of 2023, the attacks by Hamas last weekend in Israel killed more than 1,400 people. NPR reported October 15th of 2023 that a little more than a week of war now in Israel and Gaza following the Hamas attacks in southern Israel are resulting in 2,500 Palestinian deaths and another 9,700 injured in Gaza. Now, to add to that heartache, 199 hostages were taken by Hamas, including the elderly and children. CNN reports that the Gaza Strip is one of the most densely populated places on Earth, 2 million people in a 140-square-mile area. Reports from every news source speak the message that there is a humanitarian crisis in Gaza as the risk of starvation increases, and yet the fuel to run power stations and, and therefore treat people in hospitals decreases. Now, of course, we pray for those who are under attack. I fully believe in the power of prayer, as we've unpacked this before on Holly's Highlights in Season 3, Episode 5. But I also realize that like many of you, we are longing for ways to practically help. Well, that brings us to our special guest today, Yosef Lapko. And Yosef is from Israel. However, now he lives in Arizona and is a strategic consultant, unlocking visionary success and bridging knowledge gaps for effective strategic success. He has a a global career spanning Russia, Israel, and the U.S. Yosef joins us today to, to share his heart for his people and help us get to know the people of Israel a little bit more and then provide practical ideas and suggestions on how we can get involved in making a positive impact. Well, thank you, Yosef, for being with us today and and vulnerably sharing with us. My pleasure. Hello, everyone. Now, what brought you to America and how long have you lived here? So I've been living in the state in different places almost 10 years. We moved from Israel about almost 10 years ago, mostly because of a job opportunity. I mean, most most of my wife's side are American, but I had a new job opportunity, so we moved. And and tell me uh, about your country and and perhaps the area that you have come from. As a you know, generally we raised our kids, our little kids, and I grew up in the center of Israel, not too far away from Jerusalem. Um, you know, as we say, history. So imagine you walking in streets that are three thousand years of history. I mean, it's funny to reference American history of two hundred and three hundred years. My car was parking and. You know, my class as a kid was uh, 2,500 years ago structure. So it's definitely builds you up in a little bit different perspective, knowing that you walking in the paths, you know, you take a Bible or the Torah in your hands and you literally walking through the streets when our fathers and mothers used to walk. So it gives a little bit different perspective to any corner and any street that you live by. Israel has four seasons has um, the most diverse country in the world, the most diverse food from all and tastes and smells. 
And that's the beauty of this uh, tiny place. Yeah, I love how you put that in perspective for us, though. I, I get chills and goosebumps when you when you mentioned, you know, walking down the pathways and thinking that's where your forefathers were were walking. And you're right, comparing the two, it it, it definitely puts it in perspective. So thank you. Now you have friends and family still in Israel, is that correct? Yeah, Israel is under a big shock. And uh, I think no Israeli that I know is not currently in a complete devastation. Uh, I don't think any Israeli right now doesn't know someone or someone who knows someone who'd been kidnapped, raped, dead, or, I mean, imagine in the past three days, you have over 1,300 ceremonies. I mean, it's, it's, it's not enough tears. I have hundreds of my friends are commanders or, or soldiers or reserves in the army. Being here is is just, you know, spending your day between checking the news, which we're trying to avoid because it's just endless, and trying to save and protect our kids from the footages that are out there in the social media, and yeah. just texting our friends, you know, it's it's become a little bit funny, but, uh, you know, it's been every few hours, I have like a group of my friends, are you still alive? Still kicking, right? And knowing that... At the same time, uh, you know, great friends of ours are falling down and in heroically, but they are falling down. Yeah. Now you mentioned that you are able to text. So there is communication pathways that are open for you to be able to reach your loved ones. Yeah, I mean, it's we're kind of in the we're kind of in a very interesting position right now when on one hand, you know, we suffered, you know, like imagine. You know, we can't compare, but imagine 9-11. It took the Americans almost six, seven months until they started and prepared their attack and against, you know, bin Laden and they took massive troops. So we're kind of in that area. Imagine for the population of Israel, this is 10, 20 times bigger than the 9-11. Right. And it's, it's a tiny population. It's a, a tiny country. Everybody knows each other. It's, a t- you know, it's like size of a small city here in the United States. Entire Israel is just less than the size of the state of Arizona. So everybody has an uncle who knows an uncle. And on one hand, a lot of people are shocked. On the other hand, you can see amazing, amazing wake-up call and amazing gathering together and amazing fundraising globally, internationally. And we can speak more about it, but it's it's amazing to watch how hundreds of airplanes are flying in i mean that's probably the only country who when you have a war people are fighting to get back in versus the other way so what are you hearing from i mean you you shared with us the text message but what are you hearing from your loved ones there in israel people are um people are grieving people are angry people are um sad but it's beyond any sadness. And people finally understanding, no matter which side of politically you are, people understanding that it cannot reach beyond this. That That's the end game. More than that, evil could not reach. So we in the very historical point of time, and uh, the world is watching us, and it's time to choose side if you are on the evil side or if you on the light side and um 
and some people taking a very slow time to wake up. I think we need, we all need a wake up call and be proactive and each one can be proactive in many ways. I think there's so much that we can impact in in that white statement right there. What what we can touch on specifically though is that last statement of different ways we can help. And there's so many listeners that are are feeling helpless and wondering how they can help. So what are some areas that you suggest that you hear either from your friends and your family, your loved ones that you're speaking with who are there, or as well as, as just the connections you have that you're hearing? How can we get involved? Sure. So as many ways to get involved, and I can touch quickly on some of them. So first to understand the situation that Israel is fighting in so many battles that are parallel at the same time. You know, compared to Pearl Harbor or comparing to 9-11, again, America had no cap or limitation to act. On the other hand, unfortunately, Israel has a very short time to act because the global impact and the global pressure are huge. In any aspect, both in the international law, both in both in the social media fight, both in the universities and protesting and so on. So Israel is kind of stuck in a very complicated situation. And there's thousands and hundreds of amazing people and who are doing their job in every areas that they could. I personally involved with communication team that uh, have a war room zone between Miami, New York, Las Vegas, LA, and Israel. I've, we have hundreds of volunteers 24-7 since it started. We've been transporting, as far as I know, that is, was connected to me directly. I think we reached over $7 million of donation and goods. We're talking about amazing hug, and you can possibly think about from from medical supply tactical equipment uh life-saving equipment and and so on anything that you can think about warm clothing deodorants i mean we, we talk about three hundred and sixty thousand soldiers that stopped their lives their businesses their wives their kids their startups in any stage and they just understanding that this is the time to protect not only for Israel exists, but it's it's we never been in that situation. Probably not since the Holocaust. Right. So how we can help? We can help first to to be aware and not be silenced and raise the awareness. I think just be there, understand the facts, and and choose the sides of light. Uh, we can raise our voice. I mean, some companies that are still still. Silence. I mean, if a terror is holding his in his hand as he's protesting on TikTok, as he's doing stuff that I don't want to mention here because of the age of our audience, but you go to TikTok and watch for yourself. If he's holding in his hand a uh, zero Coke, then we should raise our voice against Coca-Cola. And I have nothing against Coca-Cola or against Starbucks. But again, if companies are not taking big corporations not taking a side. I'm talking to so many influencers. I'm talking about the biggest corporation that we all know. They need to step in and take a side and be proactive about their voice. Same as they did with Ukraine. Same as they did again and again. That's the time. Don't wait. Don't sit on the sidelines. And anybody who I think they're big, if you are part of a corporation, 
don't let it pass by. Raise your voice and ask from your HR department or if your management or if your leadership team to raise their voice. Second of all, I think people are in shock and it's time to embrace that and understand that people need support. And everyone has a different tolerance level and we need to embrace that. As far as donations, it's going to be unfortunately a long journey. And Israel acting in so many levels. I mean, we can support Israel on the army facility and tactical gear and, and warm clothing and medication. We can support building up dozens of cities that have been burned to ashes and destroyed. I mean, again, people are, we're talking about thousands of people right now in hotels. It cannot sustain forever. They need to go back and rebuild their houses. And we're talking about tremendous expense and time. And um, I'm in touch with a hospital for special need who just collected another 300 kids in 24 hours. I mean, imagine what happens to a special need hospital that just taking in one night special need who've been suffering from all that I don't want to mention here, but that's the stories are, are heartbreaking. And on one hand, but on the other hand, we have, you know, I, I don't know if you guys saw it online, but you have a one guy sitting in the new, in a New York airport with Platinum uh, American Express, and he's paying for every guy or person who showing proof that he's going back to to his unit. I'm talking about already almost half a million dollars spent, and he's keeping himself anonymous, and he probably filled up with, I don't know, a few airplanes of people. So that's a story of one person. Um, and it's hundreds and thousands of them out there. And uh, again, I can recommend, you know, direct way to support, but it's so many uh, great cause and so many great organizations that are out there. And uh, I think everyone should find the best way that suits his soul and purpose. Yeah, absolutely. Now, ABC was sharing that according to an interview with ABC News, the executive director of UNICEF, uh, Catherine Russell was her name, was sharing that they're deeply concerned right now with the lack of running water and electricity. So as you're mentioning hospitals and medical equipment and all of that, such an urgent need to be able to have things that are able to meet the needs without that electricity and be able to uh, help those that are suffering right now in so many different ways, so many different ways. I love also how you you speak of knowing the facts. And, and knowing that each one of us is going to take things a little differently, interpret things differently, but finding the facts and then going from there and, and getting involved. That's great. Now, uh, some, some other practical things I would add to that, if you don't mind, is you mentioned donating to groups, to, to just different areas that can help support and a note for our listeners that the Federal Trade Commission does suggest typing in whatever nonprofit that you're looking at donating to. Because again, times like this, unfortunately, I mean, you nailed it when you mentioned, Yosef, that people choose the light or the dark, right? And and it's been so interesting that you say that because I'm just now doing personally my own Bible study in in the book of John in the Bible. And it's it's talking about that, how Satan is the the prince on earth. And yet 
God is the light. Hearing you speak of needing to choose the light or the dark and what that looks like, I think that goes beyond in so many different ways that again, we could get on to just so many different tangents, but I'm glad that you you brought that up. And, and one thing that we look into these different charities is so many use this darkness, use these opportunities to hurt other people and, and frauding them. Back to the Federal Trade Commission, they do recommend typing in complaint or review or rating or fraud or scam or something like that, along with that nonprofit, just to make sure that it is legit, you know, and see if anything pops up. And then, of course, listeners, you've heard here before on Holly's Highlight, Season 1, Episode 8, Giving Tuesday with Huntsman Cancer Institute was the title of that one. And they talk about how to look for charities and watch for things that just kind of help you know if it's if it's the right place to give to, a credible place to give to. And, And then, of course, there's Charity Watch or Charity Navigator that can help you learn about charities also. Um, A few more things that I'll mention is CNBC reports that American Jewish Joint Distribution Committee, they provide emergency services to victims in Israel. That would be a great one. Uh, Americans Friends of, I'm going to probably say this wrong, but Megan David Adam, that's Israeli's Red Cross. And then uh, Doctors Without Borders, of course, has its own medical programs in uh, Gaza for more than 20 years now. And Aid, according to NPR, is the largest humanitarian aid organization in Israel. So um, forgive me for, for mispronunciating any of those, but some other great organizations that have been fully vetted and provide some different some different relief and and support there as well. I also like, uh, Yosef, how you touched on rebuilding and and how important that is when when life hits, when destruction hits, how important it is to rebuild. Last question that I'd have for you is, is our signature question. And that is, if you could go back and encourage, inspire, or equip yourself as a child, what would you say? I think as a child, I encourage myself and I definitely will if I had a chance to do it more, and that's what I'm trying to do with my kids, is understanding the facts, understanding the diversity, being very large, educating of yourself, and have a very strong shoulder and very strong back and know your identity, where you're coming from. And when you have a strong back, you know how to spend for yourself and for what you believe. Good things to pass on to your kids, Yosef. Oh, yeah. I think if I can recommend, uh, I think Jewish National Fund have a lot of summarizing of a lot of organization that can, that can really take you to different directions. And, um, I think lastly, you know, less news and more facts is so many great people out there. And is so many, unfortunately, fake news and propaganda that our people are playing with our minds and our nerves and our feelings and using any, any way to take us to not hear the voice that are between the cracks and the truth. Yes, I appreciate how you're using your voice, as you mentioned earlier, encouraging all of us to do. I appreciate you taking the time to use your voice to share with us and and uh, inform us, share some of those facts and, and help us to know where to go, what to do. How many people connect further with you? I think you can look me at josephlapko.com. Website is under some maintenance, but will be up again soon. Or LinkedIn, again, Joseph Lapko, J-O-S-E-F-L-A-P-K-O. That will be the best way to connect. Great. Perfect. Thank you again, Yosef. I'm grateful for this time together and learning more. And of course, tangible ways to be able to help and, and be that change that we wish to see in this world. Thank you. Thank you. And hopefully we'll be 
out of this situation and bring more lights to this world. Amen. I'll leave us with a quote to ponder by former United States of America President George Washington, and that is to be prepared for war is one of the most effective means of preserving peace. Thank you. Thank you for joining me on this journey of life. I hope that today's highlight has been encouraging, inspiring, and equipping so you can go out and live your life full of purpose. I'd be honored if you'd take a moment to leave a review or better yet, subscribe. We can also stay in touch by joining my email list at hollykirby.com. That's H-O-L-L-Y-C-U-R-B-Y.com. Until next time, make it a great day for a great day.